Anchor, Anchor, this is your boy JR to the J O H N N Y, and I'm back, 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 back with another episode. The time is 11 11. <laughs> 11 11 is a time. When you when you see 11 11, make a wish because it's angel numbers and it means that a change is going to come, which is the perfect um, counterpart for this segment of the podcast and topic. This topic tonight is solitude and the importance and the health benefits of solitude. For those who doesn't know, solitude simply means being with oneself. Being in oneself's aura, energy, being in your own company, enjoying your own company, and simply being one with your own spirit. Now, solitude is important because I call it a a time of recharging, a time of resetting, of conservation, conserving your energy. You know, like when you're on a roller coaster and you're going up that hill and then you stop at the top, gaining potential energy. I feel like solitude is kind of when you're at the top and you had that, you know, you've gained all the energy that you need to go down that hill and to be social again. I feel like solitude gives you that reconnection with self. Because a lot of times we get away from self because we don't want to be alone. And I've I've been there. I always speak on things that I've been through because that's the only thing. That's the only, you know... I speak from experience, not just running my mouth, but because I've been through this. Um, sometimes we get out of solitude too early or prematurely because we don't want to be to ourselves or be alone. We don't want to feel alone. But let me tell you this. When you truly are in love with yourself and your own energy, being alone doesn't equal loneliness. Let me say it again. When you're truly in love with yourself, Being alone does not equal loneliness. You should never feel alone when you're with yourself, but we'll get into that. So solitude is a time for you to reconnect, a time to find things about yourself that you never would have known if you was being social with others. Solitude is a time for you to listen to your own thoughts, to really get to the core of your thinking, to really sit with self and plan out things that could potentially excel you or propel you. It's a time to journal. I do journal myself. Um, I write down my thoughts either on my notepad on my iPhone or I write it down on an actual notepad. And um, it don't have to be anything bad. You could just, you know, journal all your thoughts that you're thinking. You could plan out things that you would like to do for yourself. Um, journaling is a form of self-care because um, it declutters your mind. You know, um, I seen an article that says journaling is like emptying out the trash box. Journaling is like emptying out, um, clearing your data, meaning wiping everything that's stored away so that you can have a clean slate. And then once you clear your data, guess what? You have more space to store more things. 
the more you try to stack things on top of things that's already there, it causes anxiety, it causes stress, it causes unnecessary overthinking because you have a lot to think about versus if you just go ahead and clear the slate, then you're starting fresh. Also, a lot of people doesn't know, don't know this about me, but doing this podcast is actually self-care for me. Knowing that I can tell my experience and help others, that helps, you know, that, that and, and this is a form of journaling as well. Me talking, I'm a talker. I love to, um, to help my community, my fellow black men, my fellow black women. I love to help us mentally, and I'm big on mental health and being able to create a free space for, for my peers. So this is a form of journaling for me. Also, I love um, listening to music, R&B. That's a form of self-care for me because it, it it takes me back to happier times sometimes. You know, when you get too focused on your in your head, you kind of need to just reflect. Um, self-care is huge. It's, it's yourself telling yourself that I matter. Um, I know a lot of people kind of get away from self-care because they're too busy helping others, which helping others is perfectly fine. I don't want people to take this podcast and think, oh, I don't need to help others because it's taken away from, from myself. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying, though, is in order to help anyone, in order to help anyone, your cup must be first filled. Let me break that down. You cannot operate from an empty cup. Meaning you must be fulfilled from within yourself, which is why you should take a self-care day and recharge. Because if you're trying to help people and your cup is empty, then what are you pulling from? Absolutely nothing. You're just giving them broken pieces of yourself. So you must first restore your own energy, find out what makes you happy, and then give to others what you've learned or your experience. And it's okay if people feel like you're acting funny because you haven't talked to them all day. It's okay if people stop talking to you because you haven't talked to them all day. It's perfectly fine that people feel like you're changing, which you are changing. Change is good. You are evolving. You're, you're realizing that I am priority. And that's huge to put yourself first. Okay? It's not selfish. It's being selfless. It's... it's, it's and it's okay to be labeled as selfish sometimes. You know why? Because some people focus too much on giving to others that they don't have anything for themselves. Anything. So it's okay to be labeled as selfish. It's okay. Let people talk. That's all they're going to do anyway. But make sure that you're first and make sure what your needs are fulfilled first before you go out seeking, um, you know, seeking helping others or whatever you're doing. Another thing I want to point out is it's okay to not be okay. I know a lot of people, especially black men, feel like I have to be together all the time. I have to be, um, you know, invincible. I can't show my emotions. It's perfectly fine to show your emotions. It's perfectly fine to feel emotions. It's perfectly fine to be vulnerable with yourself as well. Um, I spent plenty of nights crying to myself and journaling, and I'm not afraid to say it as a man. I think it's important to cry because sadness and and, and all these emotions are part of healing. Um, you know, 
being healing is not a straight and narrow. It's never going to be a straight and arrow to where every day is happy, happy, happy. No, you're human. Some days are going to be happy. Some days are going to be kind of sad. Some days you might be, you might be in your feelings. Some days you might be anxious. Some days you might, you know, go back to happiness. It's, it's never going to be a straight and narrow. And I think that's why people get discouraged from healing because they feel like if I'm healed every day, I'm going to be happy. No, you're not. It's, I feel like healing is the ability to feel all those emotions, simply feel them and let them surpass. Healing is the ability to be okay with not feeling okay all the time, but knowing that that too will pass. I think that's the definition of healing. Okay, so I think, you know, once you capitalize on that and analyze that, you would be perfectly fine. So take care of yourself. Put yourself first. When your cup is full, then you should be able to pour into others' cups. But until then, take those self-care days. Get your nails done. Get your hair cut, men. Women, get your get your hair done. You know, do what makes you happy. Find, and if you don't know what makes you happy, find out. Find out. Sit down and listen to your soul. Listen to your heart. Find out what makes you smile without thinking too hard about it. It should just come to you. What do I do that when I'm doing it, time doesn't exist? And that is the essence of true happiness. When you're doing things and it feels like time doesn't exist. All right. So I want you guys to think about that tonight and really just get to the root of your true happiness. This is the Black Kid Thoughts Podcast. The only podcast designed with you in mind. Have a good day. Good evening. This is JR to the J-O-H-N-N-Y. Your boy, your boy, your boy. The kid. Back, 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 back with another motherfucking episode. Now, this podcast is going to be about a 12, 13 minute podcast. I know our attention spans are very short nowadays, especially if you have AC, I mean, OCD, if you have ADHD, um, attention deficit, whatever you may have. No judgment. Just saying, I know as society, our brains, you know, get bored really fast. So I'm going to keep the podcast pretty short, but very, very, very effective. You feel me? So today's topic, overthinking, overthinking. Once again, overthinking. And I want to implement um, repetitive. Not That's why I repeat myself. It's not by coincidence. It's because our brain tends to remember things when you say it three times. Call it a form of OCD, what have you. But it has been research done that says repetitive thinking, repetitive knowledge, or repetitive learning is very effective. So I repeat myself on topics I feel like that are the highlight of this podcast. Nevertheless, overthinking. Overthinking, and I'm currently reading a book, and that's what made me want to do this podcast. The name of the book is Stop Overthinking. Um, the author name, if you uh, for reference purposes, is Nick Trenton. I got this book from Amazon for $11.99. That's neither here or there. Back to the topic. So overthinking is the process of your brain overthinking the smallest thing. Um, overthinking can 
um, affect your day, your day-to-day um, activities. It can put a damper on your mental health because it's like a spiral. It's like a rabbit hole. Once you put one foot in a rabbit hole, it sucks you in. Um, it's a never-ending cycle of negativity, of, of uncontrolled thoughts. And um, I'm a huge overthinker. I'm a Virgo, and I know you guys get annoyed with me saying I'm Virgo, but a Virgo is a natural-born overthinker. We overanalyze the simplest things. And it's not even intentionally. It's it's uncontrollable. It's things that, you know, subconscious things that we don't even think about. You know, it's, it just rambles on. So this book really opened my eyes. It gave me an example of, I'm sure it's a fictional character, but his name is James. And he had a mole on his shoulder. So his initial thought was, oh, my God, it might be cancerous. And then the next thought was, oh, my God. You know, what if it is cancerous? What if I die from bone cancer? And then his next thought was, well, maybe I need to go to the hospital. And his next thought was, well, maybe, you know, if I go to the hospital, um, I might die at the hospital because that's where everybody dies at. And then the next thought was, well, maybe I'm overthinking. And then he started overthinking about overthinking. And that made him spiral into another thought. And so, well, I need to stop overthinking. And then by saying that, his brain really started overthinking. Um, And it just turned into a spiral until he went into a panic attack. Over one mole that he spotted, a mole is perfectly harmless. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have moles on their body. Your grandma probably have them. Um, They're harmless. But that goes to show you that the smallest thing can really trigger your brain to go on a tantrum uh uh just run a, a just run rapid 100 miles an hour i'm sure a lot of you can relate and so this book is really highlighting how do you stop yourself from overthinking the key to stop overthinking the key to stop overthinking once again the key to stop overthinking is to stop trying to overthink let me run to you again the key to stop overthinking is to stop trying to stop overthinking. Your brain is naturally full of thoughts, okay? There's a distinction between thoughts, right? A difference between thoughts and thinking. Thoughts are things that are going to happen naturally in your brain. Your brain, its job is to think. So it's going to pop up thoughts in your head um, random things are going to pop up. Like, what should I wear today? Is it going to be sunny? You know, whatever the case is, thinking is the act of analyzing that thought. Okay. Thinking is the act of you, of you, let's take accountability of you acting on that thought. Okay. So what James did was he start acting on that thought of the mole being cancerous. He thought that you know, the, the thought came up in his head that, you know, this mole might be cancering, cancerous. He started thinking that it was cancerous. He started thinking that he needs to go to the hospital. He started thinking that he's going to die and so on and so forth. So the thought is what pops up in your brain, but you have the power, the control. You have the authority to control the thinking aspect. Okay. So when you start thinking, that's what spirals the overthinking. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, 
but you are the cause of overthinking. <laughs> I know it's not like a jack in the box. It's not a surprise to many of you. You probably already know that. But for the people that don't know, you are the cause of overthinking because you took the time to analyze something that could have just surpassed in your brain. Now, you know, you could have just let the thought go and then it would have probably went into another thought. But that next thought, you could have did the same thing, just let it pass. You see, thinking is the act. The act is ray. I know you probably don't know what that means. It's a law term. I'm sorry. The act is ray. The 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 act of making yourself go through that that suffering, that that acknowledgement of something that could be prevented. You know, it's the act. So. What James did was cause himself to go into a panic attack. And that's not a good thing. I've experienced a panic attack before. It's, it's very bad. Um, but let me, let me, let me write, let me, let me give you guys some of the symptoms of being over. And it's straight from the book. Okay. Um, these are symptoms of being an overthinker. Thinking for you often feels like a struggle between competing impulses. You frequently question, doubt, analyze, or judge your thoughts. In crisis, you often turn to yourself and your thoughts as a source of the problem. You are focused on understanding your thoughts and digging into the inner workings of your mind. You have trouble making decisions and often doubt the choices that you do make. There are many things you are worried about on a day-to-day basis. You recognize yourself repeatedly engaging in negative thought patterns. Sometimes you feel like you can't help returning to a thought numerous times even when it's in the past and nothing can be done about it. Ooh, say, say, let the church say amen to that one. Let me repeat that one. You feel like you can't help returning to a thought numerous times. You ever tried to let go of a thought, but you return to it? You try to let thought go, but it, 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 you, you return to it. Even when it's in the past, meaning nothing can be done about it. Okay, so let's touch into this. The past is something that you cannot control. It's already done, sealed, delivered, already happened. Okay. The past is the bigger, the biggest assassinator of your future and most importantly present. Okay. A lot of times you can't live in the present because the past is hunting you. So how do you make it stop hunting you? You don't think about it. You simply let those thoughts pass. You don't think about it. You tell, And if you do think, you tell your brain that I already have healed from this. I am healing from this. I no longer needs to, need to acknowledge this hurt and pain. I have forgiven myself and others. I no longer have to reminisce on the past. That's what you tell your brain if it comes back. But other than that, you just simply let it pass. I'm not going to tell you to ignore it, but feel it and let it pass like a cloud. You know how clouds are in the sky, they're just passing by? Let it pass. Don't affect your present moment because of your your brain thinking and, and um, thoughts and, and things like that. No. And I know a lot of people be having a time of their lives and they think back to a past incident that have nothing to do with the present. And it ruins their whole, their whole present moment of happiness. Now they're going into sadness. Now they're feeling depressed. I know a lot of people can relate to this because I'm that person. I've done that countless times. But I'm learning with the help of myself reading books and therapy because I'm actively in therapy that you have the power to stop that. 
And if you don't, it'll run amok in your, in your mind. It'll take over. It'll become the control center, and you will just be a spectator, you know? So I guess the message I'm saying today is take control. Take control of your mind, your life, your spirit, your energy, your aura, what you feed into, what you don't feed into. Take control because you are the control center. Your mind doesn't run you. You run it. Do you know that you have the power to plant that seed in your mind? You have the power. You have the power to address anything in life. You have the power to ignore or address anything. And once you give that power, once you get that seed water, that's all it needs. So if you are if you are watering seeds, make sure they are positive thoughts. Make sure that they are thoughts that are serving you in this current present moment. Don't let the past continue to hunt you. Let that go. Forgive yourself. And sooner or later, it'll surpass. It's not going to keep coming back if you if you don't acknowledge it. Okay? So, for you overthinkers out there, I hear you. I feel you in my energy because we are one as people. Um, and I hope this podcast, in some shape, form, or fashion, could help you during your day. I know it's, the world is running fast and you don't have time to really just sit and analyze things. But I want you to know that you're not alone. And these are key key factors to help you free yourself from overthinking. This is the Black Kid Thoughts Podcast. Hope you have a great day.